0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. As always taught, just be careful what you wish for. We're a group that always like to do our talking on the pitch. It was just an occasion where guys have just won a football match. They're feeling on a high and there's another big game being drawn out of the hat and they're enjoying the moment. Yes, good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard where Derby Weekend is upon us. Graham Murty says Sunday's game's a chance for Rangers to show how far they've come, whilst Brendan Rodgers believes all the pressure is on the hosts at Ibrooks. It all starts at Easter Road tonight. Those Hibs host Hearts. What will Edinburgh's natural order be come full time? And Alex McLeish confirms Scott McTominay will be in his first Scotland squad. Your big weekend preview starts right here, right now, in the company of Derek Johnson. And Hugh Keevans Two sleeps until Ibrooks. But <laughs> other football matches are available Lanarkshire Derby, Tayside Derby Partick Thistle, Aberdeen, Killy Ross County I've never been so excited And at my age that's not good for me I don't really know how to follow that up Derek Johnson, are you as excited as your friend over here? Yeah, great And it starts off with a fantastic game tonight as well I think Neil Lennon won't have to say much to his players tonight Just say, remember what he said after the game the last time And I think that'll fire his players up That is going to be an absolute belter And I think that'll that'll make the weekend even better Because if we get a good Edinburgh derby tonight I think it'll follow through tomorrow When you've got, as you says, a Lanarkshire derby Which is so important The Tayside derby there as well So there, there's derbies all over the place this weekend So yeah, it looks as like if it's going to be a cracking weekend We will take a closer look at some of those fixtures A bit later on in the programme But first and foremost, Duke Evans Sunday, talk to me well, interesting that you should start with Graham Murty and Brendan Rogers, each getting their point of view across. Brendan Rogers, very interesting. Be careful what you wish for. I think Graham Murty innocently, and I repeat, innocently, set the tone when he said there was vast cheering in the Rangers dressing room when the Scottish Cup draw was made and Celtic came up against Rangers. That's for another day. This weekend, do we have a title race? That is the question. Do we have a title race? If Celtic win, no we don't If Rangers win, yes we do This is the biggest Old Firm game for several years I know there were semi-finals and everything else But this is the big one, as you says You know, if Rangers win it, they're back in with a shout If Celtic win it, it's finished That's how big a game this is on Sunday let us know what you think 01419511025 I'm keen to get your thoughts ahead of the game Hugh and Derek I think I'll hold on to your actual score predictions Until tomorrow We're a couple of days away yeah. I'll give you an extra night to sleep on it I Indeed. think you need it Because sleep. there's a lot to take into account <laughs> We've been for a walk in the Radio Clyde Garden of Contemplation yes. And uh, we, we'll give you our thoughts tomorrow and, and Is that, and is that down just <laughs> across, <laughs> across from the shopping centre is That's it? it. Right, it's, okay. it's the one with all the... the, the the trolleys, trolleys in it Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, 01419511025 It is over to you Let us know what you think Let's hear from the manager Shall we Brendan Rogers Says all the pressures on Rangers To deliver in front of their home support And says it's a must win game For Graham Murty's side The Celtic boss warned Rangers players To be careful what they wish for After they cheered drawing Celtic in the cup And Rogers insists they will let their talent Do the talking These types of games It doesn't really matter if you're playing well or not Going into them you know, the these always bring out a different emotion in players and uh, and an emotion from the stands. So, um, so like we've seen before, 
you know, that uh, sometimes the form in these goes out the window. But there's no doubt Rangers are, um, have found a little bit more consistency uh, in their game, uh, get some good players. But, like I've said, you know, there, there's, there's different pressures for both teams in this. You know, we want to win the game and then we'll focus very much on our performance. Rangers need to win the game and that's different. There's a different psychology going into it in relation to that. So um, so for us, like I say, we'll focus on, on our team and how we play and, uh, and look to go there and do what we've done before, which is play really good football, dominate the game, defend well and, and hopefully win. We've all heard of uh, the Rangers players cheering the draw against Celtic in the restroom last week. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, someone mentioned that. It's, yeah, I had no thoughts on it really either way. I was always taught, just be careful what you wish for. That's how I was brought up. But uh, I'm not sure. I think it tells you that they expect to, to win. And, and their supporters will clearly expect them to win. So um, I think when you, like I said, we're a group that always like to do our talking on the, on the pitch. What about Graham Murty then? He believes it's time for his Rangers team to show how far they've come since the last meeting between the sides and he's happy that the build-up to the match has been all about the football. He also claims that the players cheering that Scottish Cup draw against Celtic was not overconfidence, just they're showing excited to be playing in another big game. I would say it's the, it's the game that people are talking about most. I think it's the game that has generated the most interest um, across border because the, the first time we did a, a Celtic Rangers game um, people were talking about record scorelines. Uh, the second time we did one, they were talking about the managerial situation. This is the first time we've gone into the game and people are talking about the game, which is a real positive for me in how far we've come as a football club, how far we've come as a squad. And it'll be a really good marker along our journey in, in, in the, into the place that we want to be uh, and the team that we want to be. But I don't think it's overconfidence. I think it's guys in, in a positive moment it's guys enjoying each other's company. It's enjoy, enjoying playing with one another. And as I've just said, you come to this football club to play in big games. It's another opportunity to play in a massive game. And I think that's all that was. It was just an occasion where guys have just won a football match. They're feeling on a high. And there's another big big game being drawn out of the hat. And they're enjoying the moment. So I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think it's overconfidence. I think it's our guys relishing the opportunity once again to play in a massive, massive game for this club. There are two ways of looking at what uh, Brendan Rodgers said I'll get to Graham Murty in a second But uh, first of all When uh, Brendan spoke about the emotion surrounding the game There is such a thing as football intelligence There is also emotional intelligence You have to be able to handle that occasion If you go down through the history of this fixture Some players have thrived on it Have become heroes, icons because of it I'm sitting beside one here uh, but there are others Not Derek by the way Just for yes. anyone listening at home Not me <laughs> Others who have folded Under that kind of pressure yeah. The second point I'd make About uh, what Brendan said About uh, be careful what you wish for And so on and so forth I don't think that he will Indulge in uh, anything Provocative with the players Pre-match I think he sees his job As giving players Information Not reasons why They should go out there Angry With regard to Graham Murthy I honestly believe he made an innocent comment when he was talking about the players cheering. Uh, you know, he's done a fantastic job at Rangers, but he's not long here in among all this stuff. Uh, and I think that was an innocent comment. I don't think he meant anything by it. And he's right in terms of the fixture in general. For the first time in two years, 
Since Ronnie Dyla left Celtic For the first time in two years We have a match between these two clubs That is not a foregone conclusion It would have been worse You know, had they been watching the draw And they've drawn Celtic out of that And went, oh no, we could have done without that Then that's a worry for me At least when they've cheered it You know, I get get what he's saying But players just want to play in big games And I think the players at this stage And this is the best Rangers side for the last Six years, I would suggest. You know, they're a far better side that started the season with simply with the signings they brought in, and they'll feel for the first time. And I think a lot of Rangers fans are thinking the same way. For the first time, they can actually compete with Celtic, and they've a wee chance of winning it. The only problem is Rangers' home form's terrible. That's I think where Brendan Rodgers is coming from. You know, there'll be a lot more pressure on Rangers, but there's pressure on Celtic as well, Gordon, because if Rangers win it, then Brendan will face the the, the, the problems. Well, pressure seems to be the magic word because Stevie and David both on the line they both want to talk about pressure let's start with Stevie who's a Celtic fan in Bishop Briggs hi Stevie hi there how you doing guys how oh. you doing Derek alright fine Stevie Derek um, to yourself and Mr Keevans um, I've listened to obviously the press reports and people talking about this big game yeah right I'm going to be honest as a Celtic man the pressure is on Celtic there's no pressure in Rangers about this game no pressure at all and I don't care what any of you say or any papers say. There's absolutely no pressure. The pressure is on Celtic. Rangers go in here, and I don't think, and I'm being honest, I don't know what the score will be, it will be tight. I could see Rangers winning this game. I really can't see them winning it. It might be a draw. But my opinion is, if Celtic do not win, as you have just rightly said there, it then falls back to Brendan Rodgers, because he's not been having the results that he's wanted recently. He's then got bait off Rangers, who... Allegedly, aren't they the team that they were, and they've took points from Celtic. So the questions will start getting asked about Brendan Rodgers and his Celtic team. So the pressure is not on Rangers. There are two points we made, Stevie. First of all, you're correct. There's a, a, a lot of pressure on Celtic. Uh, I go back to the game against St Johnston, played on the Sunday after uh, Celtic had performed wonders against Zenit St Petersburg at Celtic Park. Uh, there were seven changes made to the side. Celtic were flat the whole day long and drew nil-nil. I'll bet they wish they could go back and relive that day because had they taken the extra two points as they probably should have done, uh, then there might not be quite the fever that surrounds this particular match. Uh, With regard to Rangers, purely and simply, Stevie, you know it as a Celtic fan and everyone who is willing to think for themselves knows it. For the first time in two years, Rangers have a side who could... I underline the word could win the match. That has not been the case for the last two years. Does that bring its own pressure then? Because Stevie says either there's no pressure on Rangers, Brendan Rodgers on the other hand making the point that perhaps this this build-up of expectation, whether it's right or wrong, but that there has yeah. been a perception this week that Rangers have a real chance of winning this game. Yeah. So is that not where the pressure comes from? Um, the pressure for me, there are three games between the clubs between now and the end of the season. If... And we have to speak hypothetically because we don't have a result to deal with here. Hypothetically, if Rangers win this match, they become a serious problem for Celtic because there's another league match to be played at Celtic Park. We could have a top six, which will provide Rangers and Celtic with very demanding fixtures after the split. And there's also this semi-final to be played at Hamden. So if, hypothetically, Rangers win on Sunday... It creates a lot of tension Mm -hmm. where Celtic are concerned However 
the other side of the coin and Stevie's a very honest man to come on and uh, and say that he is not feeling uh, overly confident about Sunday uh, the other point to be made however is that if Celtic win there's no point in kidding yourselves on uh, so far as the title is concerned that Rangers yeah. will then be also runs you want to come back in Stevie? well you're absolutely right and I'm only being honest as a Celtic man I am being honest when I say it to you I seriously do think Rangers will take points if they don't win they could take a draw against Celtic they're going to go away the happier team and believe me I don't care what anybody says or any other Celtic supporter that goes week in and week out Brendan Rodgers will start getting questions asked about him and his team whilst we're dealing with hypotheticals though Hugh and Derek yeah. um Stevie disagrees Which is fine But I feel as if Most people we've had on this week Think that a draw Would very much suit Celtic Yes yeah, I, I yeah, believe that yeah. to be the case Yeah, yeah. You're talking not, about not, not that anyone sets out Wanting it But, but, but you know but, what I mean But you know what, you know what going to, It would keep it going again Because it, there would still be That the, the six points the, That gap Celtic have got the game in hand We know that But you know, it, it would still be very tight. I mean, most people, and myself included, you know, it was Celtics to throw away. I said this, you know, several weeks ago. They were so far ahead of everybody else. So nobody expects Rangers to make a challenge. They never expected that. But, you know, such has been their form, you know, since since January and, and the results that they've had. You know, the, the expect, expectation level has got higher from Rangers fans thinking, you know what, if we beat Celtic, we could go on and win this league. But Celtic have got top players who, when they're playing the big games, always seem to come out and win them. And that's got to be a worry. Rangers are going to have to play out their skin on Sunday to get anything from the game. David is in Paisley. Hi, David. Hi, uh, What's your point good evening, tonight? Good evening, panel. Hi, David. Hi, David. Um, I've been a long time listener of the show. I go back to the days of Richard Park presenting the show. That's how long I've been a Rangers fan. And I've seen Big Derek in games and I've heard Big Derek on the radio. And I would like to just say, I think the pressure is actually on Brendan Rodgers and his Celtic team to maintain their record over Rangers against them at Ibrooks. And I think if Rangers won, it's game on. It is game on. And I would also like to ask Derek a question, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek, I think um, this is one of the best Rangers teams I've seen in a long, long, long time, and I've been a long-time Rangers fan. And I think they're getting things together uh, where Marty's concerned. Marty is a man, he addresses himself well, uh, he presents himself well, and I've seen him in interviews. And I've got to say, I think this man deserves to get the reins of dope. Well, well, there's every chance of that. You know, I think I think he's done enough for me that he will be favourite for it. I mean, I don't know if if the Rangers directors are thinking about another manager or whatever. I've no idea. But Graham Murphy is it was his choice of player. Remember that he brought in in January. He had the final say on them. And he's brought in basically, you know, the mostly British players, and certainly Scottish players with with a Rangers connection, which has worked one hundred percent. So yeah, I, I, I think he's he's got it. He's got it to lose as well. I think Graham Murphy, and and I think he'll go in there tomorrow and and on Sunday. The one thing that he has to do on Sunday is I would love to see him being a bit braver against Celtic. I think we're all aware about the midfield and the forwards that Celtic have got. They've got goals in them. They come forward. They'll create chances. 
But like Rangers, I think they're they're not the greatest at the centre back position. Both sides will have to say. So I, I would love to see them have a real go right from the start. They are at home. I know they've got a poor record at home, not only against Celtic but several other teams as well. I would like to see them have a real go on Sunday. Between the two callers so far, Hugh, and listening to Brendan Rodgers. Um, we're only 20 minutes into the show Can we maybe just agree that The pressure's on both teams Because In this instance yeah. You have to see both sides of the coin At the same time yeah. Of course If the lead between Celtic and Rangers Is cut to three points Then we have game on You also have to factor in Celtic have a game in hand And a superior goal difference Which in the event of uh, Things going to the wire uh, Would be the equivalent of another point Um if Celtic win Then Again you have to factor in The game in hand They would have a nine point lead A game in hand And the superior goal difference So You have to Look at life from both sides now yeah. Brendan Rogers and Graham Murty Have been giving us the all important Fitness updates Talking about team selection So we're going to hear from both managers Right after the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football all season long Please gamble responsibly Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Let's look in a bit more detail then about who might play tomorrow, who won't play where this thing could be won and lost And it's not tomorrow It's Sunday You're absolutely right I can see the way you were looking <laughs> at me Two sleeps Two sleeps um, <laughs> Let's get a fitness update then From both managers shall we Graham Murty has been talking Russell Martin Who's a late doubt of course Jamie Murphy and Declan John Also um, facing a, a race against time To be fit for the game on Sunday uh, Russell felt a, a disruption in his back uh, And we've deloaded him We're going to see how he goes With a bit of treatment Jamie the same We'll give them both the maximum time possible to see how comfortable they're feeling and make our selection from there. What was the prognosis of his, uh, his result? He's got a bang on his foot. Um, he, he caught a sore one uh, on his foot. Uh, part and parcel of the game. But we're going to give him obviously enough time to really recover uh, as well as he possibly can and, and make our decision as, as late as possible to give all the guys uh, enough time to feel really fresh for a big game. People are getting minutes. Uh, we had a behind-closed-doors game. So there are people coming back to fitness. There are people who are closer. Um, but, as I said, team selection will wait until we're closer to the kickoff. Is Declan John available for selection? Is Lee Wallace available? We're waiting for both of those guys to see. Um, but, as I said, team selection and squad list will come out a little bit later on. Well, I think it's so important, to, you know, the... the, the the players are 100% fit. I'm not sure if you go into these games and you're only 90%, you're still feeling it a bit. I think you've got to be 100% fit to go into these games. And if Murphy's fit, then I would certainly play him. But, you know, if he's not, it was interesting, and I said it on the programme uh, on Monday, or on Monday, that, uh, you know, when, when the, the played in uh, against... Falkirk, Falkirk in midweek. The Cummings wide on the left, that's where he started. And I went... Strange Why playing him Wide on the left But obviously if, if they were thinking If Murphy doesn't make the game You know then They can play Cummings Wide on the left And he worked really well Down the left hand side He got into the box And he scored the hat trick So I don't see that Being a problem If Murphy doesn't make it Then obviously Cummings is the man That will go in I think Declan John is, is the best left back That Rangers have And if he's fit He's only missed the one game So it's not as if He's, he's, he's not going to be Short in playing time I think it would be Very difficult 
to put Lee Wallace in there having been out for about six months there's no way you're throwing him in you might put him on the bench but there's no way you're throwing him, him in to start the game I must and say, of course if Martin sorry Hugh and if Martin doesn't make it and it doesn't look as if he is going to make it then, then Alves is ideal man he's got plenty of experience he's played in these games as well so there won't be many changes I don't think from the the, the 11 that, that, that played in midweek I must say I'm sorry to hear they've deloaded Russell Martin does that mean they've dumped him in Mulgay Road? <laughs> What does that mean? The, the, look, the look that came over your face when that word came out. I think it just means he's not training anymore, or he's stopped training because of this injury. Is it too hard to see that? They've taken the workload off him, I would right. imagine. Okay, yeah. right. But there's no way he'll play. I mean, if there's doubts no, whatsoever, then no, you don't he, play him. It's as simple as that. There's still a chance at this moment in time. Well, it's a big disappointment for him, obviously, on a personal level, because he has never played in one before. But if you're Bruno Alves and you've got almost 100 caps for Portugal, then. It's a fair old replacement to have handy We'll get Brendan Rogers' fitness update in just a second But let's speak to Martin Who's a Rangers fan in Bowness. Martin, just listening to that then In terms of who's available And, and who might be available and so on What are your thoughts ahead of the game? Well, man, <clears throat> before that came on My initial point was going to be about starting Cummins uh, Similar to the fact that I believe that Cummins is a better finisher all round In a game that could potentially be tight for chances I think I'd much feel comfortable with um, Cummins sorry, Up front um, maybe getting as a goal that Manelis takes about he needs about 20 chances before he scores one goal yes he's a top scorer but the amount of shots he's had he should have had a lot more goals than if I would feel much more happy if um, Cummins and Murphy were on the pitch together and Morelos was on the bench uh, to be honest Derek yeah, I mean, it's a fair point you make And I've said that about Morelos Can you really see Morelos being dropped no, no, for a no, game like this? No, no, I think like you'll this? play him I understand where you're coming from and, and I do think Cummings is a better finisher I think he proved that in midweek I mean, just at the slightest sniff of a chance and he, and he puts it in the back of the net Morales, you're right It takes him a few goals before he does get the goal But the, the good thing is If it's not working for Morales You know, then he can always bring Cummings on If he's not playing anyway I think it's, it's a good swap I think he works harder I think than Cummings, Morales I think that's the reason he will play He will get the centre Celtic centre-backs He'll get them working He'll be in and about them He'll be giving away a few fouls as normal But he will get in about where Cummings is a different type of player You get the ball in the box and he'll certainly score but and I think that's the reason that Morelis will start the game but I know where you're coming from I'd love to see the two of them start I think the consensus between Mark and Gordon last night Hugh was that even if you're not talking about goal scoring Morelos simply gives defenders a, a harder yeah. time gives them more to oh. think about I'm not sure if you agree or not that well, was just what they said last night I always laugh when people say oh, all he can do is stick the ball in the net <laughs> uh, that, that's quite a good quality and that's why I'd be tempted to go with Cummings uh, on the back of a hat-trick confidence soaring however it's not a bad thing for Rangers to have Brendan Rodgers guessing you know I'm quite sure that Brendan in his own mind will know which one will start But Part of them will be Kept guessing Which one Martin uh, No I'm happy with the points made but As a personal opinion I would have um, Cummins and Murphy And Morelos on the bench I just The amount of times He gets caught offside The amount of chances That you think Oh that's in the back of the net And it goes wide And you're like oh, It's just so frustrating And a game that's going to be So tight for chances Potentially yeah. I just reckon Cummins is the man for it He was He was, he was certainly That way in, uh, During the week Against Falkirk I mean, he was through Sunday twice. that was. I Sunday, don't know why sorry. you're getting your days know, mixed up. Gonna, it was Sunday. <laughs> I let you away with the first couple. I mean, he's through twice with the keeper to beat and still can't finish. You know, and he's had several little chances. And you know, I think he had Cummings had four chances and stuck away three. He's definitely the better man for putting the ball in the back than it Cummings. But I've just got a sneaking feeling because of his work rate and everything else that uh, Morelos will get to start. And remember, 
he had a couple of great chances at the end of the, the last Old Firm game at Celtic Park when really he should have scored with a header certainly when it came over he was only about six yards out and what about the, that old striking cliche Hugh Keevens about oh you know at least he was there to, to take the chances because yeah. I appreciate that Morelos missed a couple of chances last week but I'm not sure it was the type of performance which is suddenly going to see Graham Murty change it in, in that Area of the field Well you know Martin the caller uh, Had that wonderful phrase I know he's the top goal scorer But <laughs> yeah, If you're the top goal scorer uh, Then obviously you, you have a claim to a place As I say Purely and simply Joint top with Chris Boyd yeah, Incidentally at the moment having but, 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 an unbelievable but it's, it's the same circumstances With Sinclair at Celtic you. I mean he still scored what 16 goals Or whatever he scored you know, which is tremendous for him, but he's not playing well. And, you know, there might be a chance that he won't start on Sunday either. Okay, so we've had the fitness update from Graham Murty. Let's get it from Brendan Rogers. He's confirmed that Stuart Armstrong and Dedrick Boyata are back in contention for the game at Ibrox. And he says having a strong bench could make all the difference come that game on Sunday. He, he comes back into the squad. He's been training now for, for a few weeks. It's been unfortunate he hasn't been able to, to get into any of the games but uh, we played a practice game this week and, and he looked really really strong in it and uh, so uh, so that's great news for us in these last you know games of the season because he's a very very important player and when you have that goal threat that he has then uh, it's very important for you, for your squad Dedrick's back been training really well um, so he's available um, Lee He's out training, but it's probably just this game's come too soon for him. So hopefully, uh, it won't be too long. I look at the squad, and it's it's so strong. Uh, you know, whatever team we put out, we're going to have a really, really strong bench, and that's very important. I think in this stage of the season, in particular, you know, it's not necessarily the starting eleven, but it can be the finishing eleven that that sees the game through for you. So, uh, so yeah, so whoever isn't starting, the guys on the side will be ready and prepared to to come in. So. Um, yeah, we've got lots of options and uh, we just hope we can put out the right team and then affect the game if we need to in the game to uh, to get the result. John's a Celtic fan in Coat Bridge. John, what do you make of uh, what you just heard there? Uh, well, that was my point, guys. I, I, I still think, I'm, for some reason, I agree with you, Hugh, on this Boyata thing. I think he's absolutely hopeless. But I've got a feeling Brendan will play him on Sunday and I think it'll be a disaster waiting to happen because I think if Cummins plays, Cummins could pull him all over the place. I just don't think he should be playing. I know maybe the compare situation he's not playing no for him, Darby, but uh, as I say, I don't I don't think honestly I think Brendan might put him in on Sunday and I, I hope I hope he doesn't right enough. What's your point? What you, what's your, what do you think shooting Derek? I, I think it would fly in the face of logic, to be honest. Uh, you know, because Boyata has been out for so long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to to throw him in uh at the start of this game I think would be massive risk strategy. Yeah, I, th- I think you're obvi- you're obviously right on the face of it, Hugh, but does the, the problem not come in the sense that you've got a choice between Bayata, okay, who's been out for a while, or Compare, who's only played once, or Jack Hendry, who's barely played? So, yeah. in an ideal world, I can understand where you're coming from and saying, no way Bayata's going to come back in. But given what else is available. Well, it, how long has he been out, you? It's a good few weeks now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, at least six. But look at it from the other I don't think side it's of the quite, coin. There was the Commandment game, wasn't it? Not Jack Henry, I could understand if Jack Henry was left on the bench because he's young and, you know, Christopher Ayer is already there and he's even younger than Jack Henry. But if you're compare and you've been brought here from Leipzig, from the Bundesliga, and when the first major match crops up, you're yeah. left out, what does that say to yeah. you? He's only played once. Surely that, that 
would only stand had he been on a big run in the team all of a sudden. He's only yeah. played once and it was against Morton. Yeah. Well, I don't, but, I don't think it would be a huge Gordon, shock to see Conker left heard out, Brendan would it? say there that you know they're a big practice match during the week, so he would be looking at the centre backs for sure. You know, the ones that haven't really played a lot. And yeah, and, and that would make up his mind. If I'm bringing in somebody like that and somebody that's been yeah, a stalwart in the in the Bundesliga for several years, I know he's not played an awful lot this season. But I would be thinking about playing him. I don't think you can leave him on the bench. On Somebody's just in at the club. On you go, John. Right. Uh, what, what do you think the score will be, Derek? I'm putting you in the spot here, mate. I think, I think, do you think Rangers will, I think Rangers will bottle it on Sunday. Honestly, I think, as we all touched on this week, that uh, every time a big game comes along, especially at Ibrox, they seem to bottle it, you know what I mean? See, I wanted so, to hold on to tomorrow yeah. and get your big score predictions. You can give us a bit of a flavour for how you think it's going to go. I'll give you a bit of a flavour. Nobody's going to win Oh you're kidding <laughs> I'm not, not seeing anything fence, else <laughs> Do you know the interesting one for me When Brendan Rodgers was speaking there And they said Sometimes it's the team who finishes the match That t- carries you across the line I was going to ask you about that Because the, we, we obsess quite a lot Don't we about starting yeah. 11 And who's going to play yeah. on so on How different does the Celtic squad look now Hugh well, That they may be able to call on Armstrong yeah. Roberts yeah, Remember well, from the, last Rob, week The reason I brought it up is Patrick Roberts yeah. Purely and simply Patrick Roberts He was on the bench last week against Morton Substitutions were made and Patrick Roberts didn't get on Which surprised me But if he is fit And he's on the bench And as everyone told me last weekend If he's on the bench that means he's fit to play Then I think Patrick Roberts Would be one of those that Brendan Rodgers would look to In that role of right Get us over the line And Patrick Roberts I think could yet be an important player on Sunday I think he's right It's a 14 man game nowadays It's not just the 11 that start I think he's he's 100% correct Yeah two seconds John Two seconds And uh, it's the same for Rangers Whatever he plays I mean there's always the case of Kenny Miller Who I think will be on the bench And Cummings if he's not starting Will definitely be on the bench So that could change it as well I think he's absolutely right to say The team that finishes the stronger Will no doubt go on and win the game Over to you John Right, it was just, I was trying, a couple of times I would try to ask this question, right, it was on the Celtic blog a couple of weeks, so it's more so to you, right, Hugh, it's, I'm going back a wee bit now, right, it's, a Celtic goalkeeper was injured twice, right, and an outfield player went in goals and kept two clean sheets, who is he? Beat the pundit started quite <laughs> early tonight. <laughs> hey, I don't know, who is it, John? Oh, Hugh, I thought oh, you would remember, outfield player had to go in. I mean, a, a Celtic player, an outfield player went in goals, right, years, years gone by. And they kept two clean sheets when the goalkeeper got injured. But the days when you were quite young, there was no subs. Uh-huh. <laughs> give him a um, year, John. Give him a rough year. I'll give you a clue. He's one of the Lisbon Lions. Oh, was it? Uh, oh, he's struggling, John. I can see it in his face. He's struggling. He doesn't know. He's about to guess. We won the Lisbon Lions. Uh, <laughs> I'd guess it. Uh, Bobby Mother. John, put him oh. out of his misery. Tommy Gamble There we go Tom, Tommy <laughs> John's, John started the full-time teaser quite early tonight We will have the conventional full-time teaser a bit later on in the programme Thank you to John uh, and Coat Bridge Just what we were talking about, substitutes and all the rest of it, Derek And how important they can be mm-hmm. well, What about someone like, like Kenny Miller? Because he's obviously, he, he's been injured I think it's safe to say on current form He's certainly not in, in that starting 11 And, no. and maybe not even that no. close to it Um but but how much does someone with his experience in the fixture come into? You know, if you are looking sixty minutes, seventy minutes gone, and you turn around and you see a guy who's got so much experience 
in that fixture. Well, well, he's a man that's played in so many big games for Rangers. You know, that's it. He's not going to be. Yeah. You know, he's not going to bottle it. Does that K- still Kenny matter? Miller. Yeah. Does it still count for oh, something? Oh yeah, I think it. I think it does. I think Kenny Miller, when he came on in the, in the last game, came on and looked as sharp as he's ever looked. You know, he's maybe thirty-eight or thirty-nine years of age, but he's not going to last ninety minutes in games. If you're bringing him on for the last twenty minutes and you need a goal, he will certainly work the opposition back four. That's for sure. And Cummings will do exactly the same. The ball's in the box, you know, and you get half a chance. He's going to stick it away. So I think Brendan's one hundred percent correct. You know, whoever finishes his game strong stronger will probably be going and win the game. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. More of your calls coming up after the travel. With Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Download the app And score a tap in Please gamble responsibly uh, Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You can get in touch with us On the phone lines 01419511025 Or on Twitter at Clyde SSB Speaking of Twitter Tam is on He says Bayata gets a lot of stick But in Scotland He strolled it against Rangers Last season And scored Also strolled it in the first leg Against Anderlecht And uh, quite simply Tags says It bursts my brain Listening to Egypt Slagging off Morelos Clueless There we go Everyone's got their opinion Don't they Get in touch If you want to share yours We will of course Be building up to the Edinburgh Derby Just after 7 o'clock We'll get all the team news Go live to Easter Road And get a bit of a flavour Of what that game Holds in store for us But let's stick with The phone lines In the meantime And speak to Michael Who is in Belfast Hi Michael Hi how you doing panel All you good, all good. What's your Michael. point tonight Yeah um, I'm over in Glasgow now But I am from Belfast right, But okay, uh, <laughs> Um, just to see how you think uh, Rangers are going to set up on Sunday Do you think they're going to sit back and soak up the pressure And hit on the counter Or do you think they're going to put a bit of pressure in the back line of Celtic and, and play a bit more attacking football I said earlier Michael at the top of the programme I hope Rangers have a go Because you know there are weaknesses at the heart of the Celtic defence As there are with Rangers as well And I think if you sit back And, and you allow teams to come at you With the quality that Celtic have got you know, there's every chance you're going to lose an early goal. I would love to see Rangers take it to Celtic. And as I said, I mean, I, I'm, I'm well aware that Rangers' home record this season, never mind against Celtic, against five or six other clubs, has been very poor. You know, so and, and I don't know why. But the Rangers players should be up for this game. They know fine well this is this is the most important game. You know, since the since the, the, this this crowd of players got together. It's a chance to actually beat Celtic. And for six years or for whatever, any time the two have played each other in the cup, it's been so easy for me to say it's a Celtic victory because Rangers have not been anywhere near them. Now it's changed a bit. Rangers have got it within them to do it, but they have to play on the day. And if they play on the day, this will be some match. In terms terms of approach, Derek, what about the counter-argument to what you just said, where if you look at Rangers' recent run, and it's been... Very yep. good People will point out though That it's been against teams Who aren't as capable Of hurting them as Celtic are And therefore sure. Rangers Can't have as much of a go As they have yep. been in recent weeks Do you understand that? Yeah I understand that But I'll, I'll look at the, the The second half against Celtic At Celtic Park You know when Rangers Had the better of the second half Because they, they got at Celtic You know and they created chances You know they didn't sit back In the second half Celtic had the better of the first half And Rangers came out the second half And were a, a better side and Celtic in the second half So I would just like to see them get forward As soon as they get the ball I want to see men getting forward They've got two full backs That love getting forward But then they then know That Celtic have got two wingers that'll sit, They'll come back with them mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt about that They'll be forced to chase the full backs But they're going to have to do the same When it breaks down and get back 
I think Rangers will play the same way now. They'll play the the four two three one. I don't see them changing, and I think they they will create chances. It's all going to be on the day because I think Celtic will create as well. It's who's going to be the sharpest in front of the goal that may well go in and win it. Michael. Do you think it'll come down to a set play or do you think it'll be that the goal will come from open play? I think Rangers will <laughs> set play, free kicks, scores and stuff. Well, the, the, yeah, for, for that, for having a shot, yeah, Michael. But I look at the height of that Celtic side for set pieces, for corner kicks and free kicks just outside the box. You know, you, you, you've got Rogic, you've got Dembele, you've got, you'll have the three big centre-halves. There's five giants going into that box. And Rangers have got two, basically, when you look at the two centre-backs. So, you know, if they spread themselves out, they could be very, very dangerous at set pieces, Celtic. You come down to set pieces on the other side, you've got Olivier and Sham. Uh, wonderful striker of the ball who could be uh, important in that regard Michael but I don't think it'll come down to a free kick either way Uh, I think both sides will feel that they have the players who can score goals we always hope for a high scoring match because sends excitement levels soaring but I I genuinely think that it could be a high scoring match on Sunday because uh, of what uh, personnel are available to both teams final word to you Michael yeah, I just think uh, I think it will be a tight game. I think it'll be a nervous affair. I think the first kind of thirty minutes set the tone for the rest of the game. But being a Rangers fan, we go out and play back in football and uh, take it to them, put a bit of pressure on their back line. Okay, big thanks to Michael, Rangers fan from Belfast, but now over in Glasgow for the game. I assume Darren is next up in Parkhead. Hi, Darren. Hello. What is? I don't think that Rangers have actually caught up with Celtic. I think they've caught up with the rest of the league. Other than Celtic, I think Celtic's came back a wee bit. Is there a player on the Rangers team you think would get into the Celtic team? I like it when we do these ones, these hypotheticals, they always come up. Um, Are you talking starting 11, Darren, just so we're clear? Aye, starting 11, aye. I think for a start, James Tavernier. Celtic don't have a right back, really. I think Tavernier would definitely get into the Celtic side. Think he's better Lustig? Very much so, yes, I do. (laughs) Absolutely. Hugh? Well, I mean, we could play this game all night with Darren because <laughs> Derek makes a valid point. At the moment, Michael Lustig is struggling and the Celtic supporters, some of them, I repeat, some, uh, weren't unhappy by the suspension which has caused Michael Lustig to miss Sunday's match. So, you know, no matter who we say, Darren will laugh. So the the, the question is redundant. A loaded question. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Darren, I guess you, you think not. No. I don't think they're. I think they've caught up with the rest of the league. I think Celtic. Celtic haven't progressed as far as they probably should have. But I don't think Rangers have caught up with Celtic. If we go out and beat them four 0 on Sunday, have they caught up with? Well, what if Rangers went four nothing on Sunday? It's a different matter, isn't it? But it doesn't look like <laughs> it's, all lives, that. it's all lives but yeah, today. I, 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 I think I, a glove on his first. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I fully understand that. But Darren, I think you are guilty of falling into this trap of being dismissive. No matter what anyone says about Rangers, you're dismissive. Would Tavernier get into the Celtic team? You're dismissive. Uh, it's a dangerous approach to take because purely and simply, never mind whether they've caught up with Celtic or caught up with the rest of the league, purely and simply, take this fixture in isolation on Sunday. R- Celtic have not been playing well. Rangers have been scoring plenty of goals and I do concede a lot but against Fraserburgh and Air United and all the rest of it but for the first time in two years I have to repeat this for the first time in two years Darren you've been used to going along to the game against Rangers either at Celtic Park or Ibrox and knowing absolutely knowing that you won't lose the game but that's not the case on Sunday when you say not been playing well Celtic qualify that a bit 
Well, you know, you go back to that St Johnston game. Uh, I, bet I mean, they've beat Aberdeen away since then, yeah, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll bet Brendan Rodgers wishes he could go back and replay that match against St Johnston because these are the fine margins. Look at the number of draws that Celtic have had at Celtic Park this season. Again, the fine margins. If Celtic had won a couple of those games rather than drawn them, we wouldn't be at fever pitch over this match on Sunday because Celtic's lead would be far more comfortable. But you could say that, Hugh, but Rangers lost against St Johnston, against Dundee, against Thistle, drew against Kilmarnock. There's, there's not a football, you know, there's there's not a football team maybe, in the country yeah, who doesn't Every, every wish club can could, say that. They yeah. could relive And we're talking about games results. at home for Rangers. These games that they lost and drew... I mean, if they got half, one half of them, then they'd be up there with Celtic. But they're, they're not. They, they didn't beat them, and you've just got to go along with it. Darren, you want to come yep. back in? No, that's me. Oh, that's you. Well, we'll, we'll get, what about the big issues in terms of with your Celtic hat on, Darren? Team-wise and all the rest of it, who, who do you want to see involved? I don't know. I'd like him to go out and attack. I'd like maybe to play Edward and Dembele up front, but... I can't see it happening I think he'll probably stick With one up front And a couple mm. guys off him Does Scott, whoa, 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 does Scott Sinclair play for you Darren? I was just about to say that no. Yeah. no No I don't think I'd play Sinclair I think I'd probably try And bring McGregor in instead Just on current uh, form? I just ah, He's just current form he's, mm. he's been a bit off the boil This season I don't know if maybe Last season kind of got to him Because he was so good But I don't know So maybe McGregor He seems to always hurt Rangers So I, 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 have, a, him. I have a feeling and I did say to you last Saturday when Scott Sinclair was taken off against Morton at half time, Brendan Rodgers didn't even wait until the traditional 60 minute mark hooked at half time. But I have a feeling that Sinclair will start the match. I think Brendan Rodgers will have been working on him all week, reminding him of how good he can be, particularly against Rangers. Uh, and I just have a, a feeling that Sinclair will be given this chance on Sunday to show that. What was there last season has not disappeared without trace. Beat the pundits with goals in the Scottish Sun. The SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. It is time for Beat the Pundit. 30 seconds on the clock. As many sporting general knowledge questions right as you can. Head to head with one of the pundits, all for the chance to win yourself a lovely signed ball. Hugh Keevens and Derek Johnson are both here, but they need someone to play against. So if that is you, then you better go and pick up the phone Dial 0141 951 And you could play Beat the Pundit After the news Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Bet and play And pull a result out of the bag Please gamble responsibly Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson Are here with me Gordon Duncan mm. On tonight's show The build up to the big game on Sunday Is very much in full flow On Twitter Sam Paul says Sinclair is a cert to start This was after the discussion Just prior to the news And uh, with all the talk about pressure At the top of the show Fair mm. play to Derek Crossan Who simply says Pressure is for tyres And Celtic will win comfortably <laughs> There we go So I think it's about time we did this Well there are a couple of old retreads here Beat the pundit With goals In the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EP our latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. We're about to build up to the big, the first big derby of the weekend, should I say, in the capital? It's Hibs against Hearts. We'll cross live to Easter Road in just a second. But before we do that, let's play Beat the Pundit. Busy phone line tonight, trying to get through to face Hugh and DJ and the the lucky, if that's the right word, the lucky man who got through to play is Alistair from Cran Hill. Alistair, how are you tonight? Yeah, I'm great, thank you. Feeling optimistic? Um. 
sure. No sure. Mm, doesn't doesn't sound it, Hugh Keevan, certainly, that's for sure. But he might on, just Alice, be it's a Friday night, man. He Lift might, your chin up. He might just be trying know, know. he might be trying to lull us into a false sense of security. Maybe once the questions start he's gonna be on fire. Who or knows? maybe he's half asleep. Maybe. Well we'll soon find <laughs> out. Alistair, it's thirty <laughs> seconds. Head to head. You can pass. I'm gonna to toss the coin, remember, and see who you're playing. So heads it's Hugh, tails it's DJ. Okay. And it is tails so You're up against okay. Derek Johnson Give you some Clyde yep. too And get the clock going So 30 seconds like I say Head to head you can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Yep Who won the first Edinburgh Derby of this season? Hibs Which Scottish stadium is known for a hedge Running along the side of it? Breaking Paul Sturrock has taken up a role As chief scout in England For which Scottish club? Very uh, Rangers In what year did Gretna dissolve? 2012 Who's been awarded Premiership Manager of the Month for February in Scotland? Steve Clark Which former Ghanaian international signed for St Mirren in 2009? It's a tough one what? Which former pass. Ghanaian Okay, pass, no worries Let's bring DJ back, you with us? Yeah You are, same set of questions <laughs> Power of love Get ready, okay Okay. Who won the first Edinburgh Derby of this season? Oh, Hearts Which Scottish stadium is known for a hedge running along the side Beacon of it? City Paul Sturrock has taken up the role as Chief Scout in England For Dundee which United. Scottish club? In what year did Gretna dissolve? Oh, 2002 Who has been awarded Premiership Manager of the Month for February in Scotland? Clark Which former Guinean international signed for St Mirren in 2009? Pass. And which Scottish club does former Hearts player Christian Naddy currently play for? Dumbarton. Okay. How are you feeling about that, Alistair? It's a close one. I think oh. you're right. I think you are right. I think it is close. Let's go through them and see how close it is. First question. Who won the first Edinburgh Derby of the season? It was Hibbs. So Alistair, <sighs> you had a 50-50 chance. <laughs> Alistair was on the money. Derek, you were wrong. So... A 1-0 lead for Alistair after question 1 Which Scottish stadium is known for a hedge running along the side? Um, it's of course Glebe Park I gave you both Breakin because you were uh, you certainly knew which team played mm. there So 2-1 to Alistair after two questions Paul Sturrock's taken up the role as Chief Scout in England for which Scottish club? It is Dundee United Just You could have even had a good guess at that one Hugh, couldn't yeah. you? Paul Sturrock is just synonymous with Dundee United So it's 2-all In what year did Gretna... Dissolve. I'm trying to think whose memory was worse here. It was 2008. 2008. So you were uh, both uh, both quite a way off. So still two all after four questions. Who's been awarded Premiership Manager of the Month for February? Steve Clark. Three all. On to question six. Which former Guinean international signed for St Mirren in 09? Hugh Evans is looking at me with this the ultimate blank expression on his face. Goncalves. No, Mo Camara. Oh. So that means it was all going to come down to this last. Question Alistair Because you didn't get this far DJ was a bit yep. quicker And he got onto it Which Scottish club Does former Hearts player Christian Naddy Currently play for And it is Dumbarton Alistair He's pipped oh. you on the last oh, question Alistair. Hard well lines done, Alistair Well done son Good man That was Alistair well done, in Cranhill Close but just not close enough And the thing is Dumbarton's one of your other teams I as know, well And that's who I knew was right You yeah. get along yeah. to see Dumbarton sometimes And yeah. that's how you managed it Honestly Well done anyway DJ Hard lines yeah. to Alistair Aligned Alistair In Cranhill Go Now on, Really fantastic weekend of derbies Of course we've got Rangers against Celtic mm. On Sunday We've got the likes of Hamilton against Motherwell tomorrow But derby weekend actually kicks off in less than 40 minutes time And it does so in the capital Gavin Pearson's keeping an eye on things Between Hibs and Hearts And he's got the team news for us Hi Gavin 
Good evening, Gordon. Considering the weather of the last couple of weeks, we can't complain about conditions here in the heart of Leith. Both sets of squads are now on the field starting the warm-up for this big game. And, well, over the last couple of weeks, uh, the last couple of fixtures, I suppose it has been tight. There's not much to separate the sides. The talk on Gorgie this week has been about restoring natural order with this fixture, with Hearts being dominant through the 80s and the 90s. Uh, 1-0 wins for both sides uh, so far this season, a 0-0 draw at Christmas. So what will happen this evening, I wonder? It has lacked entertainment, I suppose, this season. But when you've got a full house to look forward to here at Easter Road tonight, anything can happen. The team lineups: Hearts going with a 4-2-3-1 this evening. John McLaughlin in goals. The four defenders, Michael Smith, John Souter who has passed a hamstring issue with a, a pre-match uh, fitness test and Hart's also glad to have Christoph Berra, he's had a couple of knocks but he's shaken them off he's also part of the defence tonight, Connor Randall making up the fourth member, uh, the two midfield players in, in front of the back four uh, Stephen Naismith, uh, Marcus Godinho and Lewis Moore in the, the midfield as well with Harry Cochran and Joachim Adao and the lone man up front will be Kyle Lafferty on the bench for Hearts this evening goalkeeper Jack Hamilton Aaron Hughes Danny Amanqua Prince Boabin Ross Callahan, Ewan Henderson and Anthony McDonald and the Hibs line up tonight in goal is Ophir Marciano uh, it's a 4-4-2 the back four made up of uh, Paul Hanlon also Lewis Stevenson Darren McGregor and Effie Ambrose in the midfield John McGinn Dylan McGeer uh, Martin Boyle who has shaken off an issue with his Achilles uh, during the rest period for Hibs of the last couple of weeks and also in there Scott Allen and up front it's Florian Camberry and Jamie McLaren on the bench for Hibs goalkeeper Cammy Bell Stephen Whitaker, Marvin Bartley Danny Swanson Fakal Rias, uh, Ollie Shaw and Ryan Porteous and uh, that's how things are this evening the referee is Bobby Madden a big thanks to Gavin Pearson at Easter Road as often as the case in this fixture you're keeping an eye on the two managers to see how they react so Gavin Pearson <laughs> will collect the post-match reaction and bring it to us on tomorrow night's programme Hugh Keevans Edinburgh Derby always a great occasion and when you look at the table at the moment I mean there's nine points separating the sides and Hibs have a game in hand so even if Hearts do win tonight it might be difficult to restore the natural order this season yeah. as Craig Levine would put it but um, certainly a lot at stake as always when these sides meet and a lot of needle I genuinely believe that Neil Lennon will have that remark about the natural order of things still at the back of his mind I don't know to what extent it will dominate his uh, pre-match team talk but he badly wants to see his team come off with a 12 point lead over Hearts and Hearts then could be involved in a, a bit of a struggle to, to make the top six But that will be their task for the remainder of the season Because Hearts and Motherwell Would only be separated by a couple of points Motherwell have a game in hand So you know, be a big feather in Motherwell's cap To be top six And a big disappointment and a financial blow mm. To Hearts not to be in the top six And Derek if you're talking about big pieces of team news The fact that Christoph Berra and John oh. Souter Are both past fit to play it's huge for Hearts, isn't well, it? Well, it was vital. It was vital that these two made it. And I mean, we don't know if they're 100%. You know, they're lads that would want to play well, in that game anyway. Uh, Christoph Beres was a, a head knock, so yeah. I certainly hope he's 100%. Well, well you have to be in yeah, situations exactly. like that. But just looking at the game, I just think all the flair players are on the hip side. I think uh, when, when it comes down to the integrity, and as I say, I don't think Neil Lennon will have to get his players up for this game. After what Craig Levine said after the last game, the players will want to go. They're at home. They've got the majority of the crowd. I think they've got good goal scorers in the side. of Arguably one of the best midfields in Scotland. You know, I think Hibs are going to win this game and they'll win it with a couple of goals. Well, David is a Hibs fan in Hamilton. Are you as confident as DJ is, David? we watching the game, Jeller on, um, that... Hearts kind of deploy this like part of the bus hoof tactics and it ruins the game. 
it absolutely ruins it to watch it because I'm no hips are a fault going forward team and hearts are a, a backward team as far as I can see it so mm. it sometimes spoils the picture but they're not there to entertain you Or any other Hibs fan They're there to get the best result for Hearts It's up to Hibs to find a way around that's, it That's what makes Scottish football How it is and how it's more attractive product though, Because teams are going backwards They save their face instead of Try to just go for it and go for the result And they're, they're playing a defensive game Which isn't nice to watch But I disagree with you You're saying it's not an attractive product We've been talking this fixture card this weekend's fixture card We've been talking it up For 71 minutes now On this programme And you know the, the product is attractive We'll put it this way How many empty seats Will there be tonight? Yeah exactly Not many And no, no, When you're watching it on the TV Which, which when you've got other people if you're, if you're talking about Trying to make it productive like, Attractive for other people That stay in other countries You want it to be a display Something to talk about Goals to be scored And things like that And then If it turns into a nil-nil Draw the end it because I yeah. you, you know the bottom line David I, I think Hearts would accept a point now And nothing each draw Might be the most boring in the world They will take that to get a point I think Hibs Hibs will be the team on, on, on the ascendancy I've no, I've no doubt about that whatsoever Hibs will have a real go tonight And I think as I said With the flair that they've got And the pace that they've got And the goal scorers that they've got I think they'll be too much for Hearts If Hearts lose the first goal Then they've got to change because their fans will demand that They can't still stay back Sit back and allow Hibs to come at them They've got to go and try and get an equaliser So for you, for, for a Hibs fan If you get the first goal in the first 10-15 minutes I think it'll, it'll become a different game after that Hearts are going to have to come out David, do you have confidence though in your team That you can get around the fact that, that Hearts play that style of football? Yes, well, I, I, Hibs have played brilliant football this season They've been really good to watch um, They've been really forward and, and just Quite creative in that Coming from the middle As, as uh, DJ said the, One of the best midfields in Scotland And it's been really good to watch this season But what we're getting As, as a Hibs fan It's flattering to see teams Setting up defensively against you And just try to catch yeah. you on the break and stuff But when you're watching it It's just no it, It's no the same as, as yeah. two teams Trying to kind of a goal for the win Let's hear from both managers then, shall we? Starting with Hibs manager Neil Lennon. It's a derby. They don't need any extra motivation. But if it's there, then we'll use it if we need to. What you don't want is your players going in over-emotional. You know, they have to be cold and play the game, not the occasion. At the end of the day, it's a league game. There's three points at stake, which is important to us if we want to you know, keep closing in on Aberdeen and Rangers. So it's vital we win the game from that aspect. The side issue, of course, is that it's a, it's a derby and... Um, you get the bragging rights or whatever you want to call it for six weeks until you play them again. So the important thing is to win the game. It's not um, We're not playing for a trophy, not just yet, but a European place would be as good as a trophy, so we have to bear that in mind going forward. And let's hear now from Craig Levine, the visiting boss. It's always a massive game. Yeah? I, I love this fixture. It's always a big game. And uh, yeah, there's only three points at stake. Uh, I get that, but you know, for me, it's a, there's more importance attached to this than in a lot of matches that, that we play um, just because it's of, of uh, the nature of the game and the, and the rivalry between the two clubs and the supporters so it's important uh, we do hope obviously that uh, of the scenarios that you spoke about that we come out of the game just six points behind uh, I think we're, we're relishing the prospect of playing Hibs and I think that's a good thing and I think this is uh, you know coming on the back of, of a, a disappointing feeling of going out the Scottish Cup then I think it's, it's good that we're going back into 
And Levine and Lennon is the subplot to all this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although for me there is another subplot. Uh, Neil Lennon said there you get the bragging rights and wait six weeks until you meet again. If Hearts don't make the top six, there'll be no fourth meeting, yeah. or uh, and that again will underline the financial loss to Hearts. You cannot dismiss Motherwell and the job that Stephen Robinson is doing, and Hearts need a win tonight to keep Motherwell at arm's length, uh, as well as protect the bragging rights in the city of Edinburgh. Okay, thank you to David, who is a semi-confident Hibs fan. He was confident, but not too happy with the way that Hearts are likely to approach this one. So we'll keep an eye on things in the opening stages at Easter Road. I was going to say it's a wee bit like Chelsea last week when I can go to Manchester City and defended. I mean, when whenever Didn't they just Chelsea sit back is and an defend, I mean, with the players that they have, but they, they'd gone away with a nil-nil. They would have been absolutely delighted. It didn't turn out for them. Okay, Craig is in Knightswood. He's a Rangers fan. Hi, Craig. <laughs> Hi guys, uh, it was just, I was listening to Graham Murray earlier and I think he was right in what he's saying. I mean, Rangers aren't overconfident, we're just happy to go into this with a chance of actually being able to compete with Celtic. Ah, this and is the, think, the cheering debate from the start. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's nothing. Rangers players sign for Rangers to play big games and there's nothing bigger than playing against Celtic ever. Yeah, as I say, I think it, it's an innocent thing. If you cheer because you're looking forward to it and you think you've got a chance, exactly. so what? Uh, you know, it's, it's, exactly. it's, it's not provocative. Have a chance of if, you want, if you want to use it uh, in your team talk, if you're Brendan Rodgers, uh, then by all means. Uh, but yeah. it's, for me, it's an innocent thing. Right. The way I see it is, it's just. You want to play big games, don't you, as a Rangers player? Yeah. You know, Graeme Souness came out during the week and spoke about uh, it being good for the country if Rangers yeah. win. Uh, and I've read in social media people saying, you know, the, what's that all about? You know, no one ever said it's good for the country if Celtic win. Uh, I think Graeme Souness meant it's good for the competition if Rangers win because competition is the essence of sport in general and football in particular. So... By heavens, we'd have a competition if Rangers won on Sunday. However, I can understand that the, the Celtic supporters saying, "Well, we don't care about the competition. We just want to make sure that Celtic get over the line." Uh, so that's the way it is as you approach this match. Always has been, always will be. What about this yep. weekend, Craig? Naturally, you were talking about the, the the cup game with the cheering and all the rest of it. What about yeah. this weekend tomorrow, for instance? What are your thoughts ahead of that one? I think it could go either way, but. Rangers are on up just now and Celtic have had a couple of stutters recently which may have dented their confidence. Possibly an old firm game is an old firm game. It's either they can go either way on the day but Rangers are a wee bit on up now and they're in confidence. That's the only thing I think. For me, I think, you know, the significant personnel losses for Celtic uh, are Craig Gordon who's a far, far better goalkeeper than Doris De Vries and Lee Griffiths who loves this fixture has a good goal scoring record in this fixture and the Celtic fans I think would have felt more comfortable going to Ibrox on Sunday had Craig Gordon and Lee Griffiths been in the team um, What about the the argument though Derek I suppose against that would be that you know every team has to deal with injuries and sure. Celtic fans I'm sure are confident and would would tell you that they still think they've got a good enough squad regardless of those. Absolutely, and I, th- I think Celtic are the biggest and the best squad in Scotland. And of that, there is no doubt. You you can't argue with that. But it's how they play. The players are playing at this moment. Tomorrow, or sorry, Sunday, is all about who wants to win it most. 
as we keep saying Celtic won it they know that that's it all over this is the big game and this is what Brendan will be saying to them we go nine points clear with a game in hand everybody's happy if they get beat then the pressure's on Brendan Rodgers because there's no pressure on Rangers nobody expected them to be anywhere near Celtic at this time of the season so for a Rangers win that would put loads of pressure on Celtic I make no apologies whatsoever for the fact that tonight's full time teaser is tough Oh, it's oh. really tough Just for a change And it's coming up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football All season long Please gamble responsibly The official Vodafone Big Top 40 Keep track of your bags With connected devices From V by Vodafone Everything you stream Download and hear on the radio Affects the chart You want Rudimental Featuring Jess Glynn Macklemore and Dan Kaplan To stay at number one For a sixth week These days These days All can Paloma Faith And Sigala Climb the chart Sunday from four Clyde One Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Top tips with Ladbrokes. Download the app now. Please gamble responsibly. It is that time on a Friday night when we are joined by David from Labrokes. David, some absolute cracking fixtures this weekend. Derby's almost everywhere you look. Let's start with the one in the capital this evening. Hibs against Hearts. Yeah, if Labrokes offered odds in pre-match mind games, then my money would definitely be on Craig Levine, that's for sure. But the Hearts manager does go into this match knowing that his city rivals have won the last four home games against this team. And if Neil Lennon's form is true to late, then I think it's going to be a win for the boys from Leith. It's 5-6 to six, Hibs, 20 3-10 the draw 18-5 for Hearts to win As for tomorrow's 3 o'clock kickoffs, let's go through them quickly Dundee St Johnson Dundee St Johnson tomorrow it's 11-8 Dundee 21-10 a draw 21-10 for St Johnson Dundee could jump above St Johnson by a point should they get a result and we do have a Lanarkshire derby as well it's at the Super Seal Hamilton and Motherwell going head to head Carol McHugh's late goal against Hearts will no doubt give him a wee bit of boost of confidence going into this game it's 3-1 Hamilton we don't see them getting the results 23-10 a draw 19-10 favourites Motherwell the newly crowned Ladbrokes manager of the month Stevie Clark welcomes Ross County to Rugby Park I would imagine that the home side are favourites for that one he just keeps on getting better and better but the thing is Gordon Kilmarnock are 21 to 20 to get a result tomorrow it's 21 to 20 I wouldn't be surprised if people batting down the doors tomorrow morning to get out of lab books Kilmarnock have won 6 of the last 7 home matches Ross County have lost 6 of the last 7 matches I think it's a stick on it's 9 to 4 a draw 11 to 4 at Ross County Maybe hoping that something gives Ibrooks on Sunday Aberdeen come down to Glasgow to play Partick Thistle tomorrow. Yeah, Thistle go into this game in the relegation playoff zone pretty much with just three points in front of Ross County. Aberdeen have the form going into this game. It's eighteen to five Partick, twelve to five the draw. Aberdeen favourites four to five. And finally, the small matter of Rangers against Celtic at Ibrooks on Sunday. What should we be looking out for? Yeah, Gordon. It's official. Confidence amongst the Rangers fans hits a brand new high. We've seen a sustained amount of bets in the winning on Sunday. It's the most we've seen in recent times. Celtic are very much still a favourite. It's another eyes. They're even money. It's five to two the draw, twenty-seven to ten Rangers. But right now the money's going on Rangers, and it's not really going much on Celtic. Time of first goal tends to be a very popular one among Celtic fans, especially between one and ten minutes. The thirteen to two Rangers to score between one and ten minutes is twelve to one. It's going to be an exciting game And now David If you head over to our Twitter feed At Clyde SSB You'll see we've retweeted Your Ladbrokes um, video Which is quite entertaining I'm sure you'll agree So we've got our very own Alex Ray and Mark Wilson Playing a bit of a prank Shall we say On Simon Donnelly And Barry Ferguson Well worth watching isn't it 
yeah, it's an absolute cracking video. You know, sometimes you just want to take that dressing room banter and somehow get it across in a video. And I think we've managed to replicate that very well indeed. Great sport by Barry Ferguson and Simon Donnelly as well. And of course, Alec Ray and Matt Ralston always up to mischief. No doubt there will be revenge on the cards. <laughs> I'd like to think so. You can check that video out yourself at Clyde SSB. It's on our Twitter feed as well. Uh, David, thanks as always. Same time next week. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I did say tonight's teaser was difficult. And, and I said it because I meant it. And it yeah. is difficult. So I make no apologies for it. Um, I might have to extend the show until about 3 o'clock in the morning for you to get these all right. Yeah. Not oh, saying this isn't me. Not yeah. saying I don't have faith in you or anything like that. But no, no, that's, no. that's just the way I feel at the moment. So Your lack of faith is totally justified. It was sent in by Anthony O'Rourke. So blame him, really, is what I'm saying. We're looking for eight players who've played for Celtic or Rangers. You can see the theme there, can't you? Oh. Um, and have been sent off at the World Cup since 1986. So it includes the 86 tournament. So from 86 onwards, name eight players who've played for Celtic or Rangers and have been sent off at a World Cup. If you think you know the answers, fire them over at Clyde SSB on Twitter. I won't read them out because I don't want to give it away. But Paul Gascoigne? Go through it with us. No. No. That, that it was years. the booking, wasn't it? And the, the tears, is that what you're thinking of? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Who else? Eight players who've played for Celtic or Rangers have been sent off at a World Cup from the 86 tournament onwards. So it includes 86. Here's a wee starting point. Uh-huh. Who's been sent off for Scotland at a World Cup in that period? Maybe that would be a good place to start. Just maybe. Not giving anything away. Craig Burley. Yes. Oh, there we go. That's the only clue you're getting. <laughs> Right, only seven to go there. Yeah, seven to go. Plenty of time to do it. Let's speak to Larry, who's a Celtic fan in Norfolk. Hi, Larry. Hi there. How you doing? All good. What's your point tonight? Uh, my point is really, I, I just I think Celtic this season. I think Rogers still doing a great job, but I think he puts his defence under his own defence under pressure by trying to play from the back. And I think if they take a different pro- approach on Sunday with uh, Edward and Dembele up front, a, a bit more direct. I really think it's in Rogers' hands that, uh, you know, what we do on Sunday. I think we'd win quite comfortably with that sort of approach. I just want to think what Hugh and Derek think about that. I, d- I don't think, Larry, that Eduard and Dembele will play. I, I, I think, uh, I still think Scott Sinclair, uh, although he's had by his own very high standards of the season before uh, a poor season, um, I still think that Brendan Rogers will say to him, you know that you are capable of better. Uh, and give him his chance And I think he will take the game to Rangers uh, Of course Not in a gung-ho fashion yeah. uh, But I think Brendan Rogers Subconsciously uh, He's heard all the talk I know he said he doesn't listen to all the, the White noise that goes on But he's heard all the talk He's read all the headlines uh, They all do but never admit it And I think he wants to go into Ibrooks And play a, a quality game And emerge Still very much in charge of the destiny of the, uh, the the league title But Derek, if all of Celtic's recent success Has been built upon this way that Brendan Rodgers plays yeah. Then he's not going to he's not going to change it tomorrow, is he? Well, I don't think I don't think he will change it And I said that last week That, uh, that Sinclair will play I'll tell you what I'm not talking about personnel Larry's talking about no, they won't building change from the it back No, no, so no it'll be, it'll be the same system uh, He won't play the two of them through the middle You know, if Ed, Edward does play He'll be playing wide in the left And he'll, he seems to be actually a better player 
when he's coming in from that left, cutting inside. But I do think Sinclair will play in it. And if he, and if he doesn't play, I would imagine he'll be an angry man because he, he still scored 16 goals or whatever it is this season. You know, and he's and he's he's one of these people that when he runs at people, and that's what Celtic need. They need the pace of a of a Sinclair down that left side, cutting inside, having shots. You know, playing one twos and everything else. We actually have some breaking news from Ibrooks this evening. So listen up, Rangers can confirm Alfredo Morelos has signed a new contract with the club until twenty twenty one. You don't need me to tell you there was a lot of speculation about his future in the January window and beyond. Um, whether that changes Well I assume it has strengthened The player's hand Hugh If you like If he's yeah. a man in demand And breaking news In the last couple of minutes That Alfredo Morelos Has signed a new contract With Rangers Until 2021 These things are always Carefully timed For maximum effect uh, It'll be the stuff Of back page headlines Tomorrow It's the stuff Of headlines here At 7.32 On Friday night And uh, For those reasons I would imagine then That Alfredo Morelos uh, is very much a starter against Celtic on Sunday, oh, and yeah. Jason Cummings will start the game on the bench. Very much so, and, and you know it's good for the club and it's good for the player as well. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean if somebody comes in with nine or ten million pounds in the summer that he'll be staying at Rangers. Oh. All that does is strengthen Rangers' hand because if they come and say, "Look, we've got him for another three years or whatever," you know, so you can get more money for him, and the player will be delighted to sign it because he'll be getting more money, no doubt, as well. Colin's a Rangers fan on the line Colin, just react to that breaking news if you can What do you make of Alfredo Morelos signing a new deal? Absolutely unbelievable Buffalo signing on That's the best bit of news DJ I think we could have before this game you happy I'm already with that? A, oh, really happy with that What a player and so glad that he's going to be staying with us. That's so you, unbelievable, that's great news DJ isn't it? Well I think he's a good player he's a, he's, he's, he's a good goal scorer He needs chances He's a wee bit like McCoyst in a sense I mean, Ali McCoyst, you know, and he'll be the first to tell you, he missed some chances, but I'll tell you, he was always there to come back and miss another one, that's for sure. He never hid. And I think Morelos is the same. At times, he can be frustrating in that box, but when he when he's on his game, then he's certainly a good player to watch, that's for sure. I assume then by your reaction, Colin, you're not one of those who would be happy to see him left out on Sunday. No, he has to play, but honestly, I think this is the first time going that. I'm 100% confident we're going to do it this week. We'll be line dancing down in Ayrshire, honestly. This is <laughs> the best bit of news we've had. Him signing, and I'm just... I'm, I'm, this is the first time in years that I'm absolutely so confident that we're going to win this, honestly. 100% confident, no less, Hugh Evans. Well, you know, for the last six years, uh, the Rangers fans have been put through torture. Uh, and for the last two years, since Brendan Rodgers got here, uh, the torture has intensified. And there have been humblings and humiliations along the way. Five goals scored against Mark Warburton's side. Uh, a record five goals of a 120-year record broken by Celtic at Ibrooks by scoring five goals. So the Rangers fans have had to take an awful lot on the chin over the last two years. But they do have a side capable of giving Celtic a game. I don't think that sentence has been able to be uttered yeah. Since Brendan Rodgers got here But they now have a side capable Of giving Celtic a game And capable on their day Of beating Celtic It was already a busy show I'm not sure how we, we try and squeeze all this stuff in But if you want to react to the news That Alfredo Morelos has signed a new deal At Rangers until 2021 You know where we are 01419511025 Or on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well 
We'll take more calls Of course we will Hugh Keevans But I also think it's only right That we continue to build up To some cracking fixtures tomorrow As well Let's hear from Who should we go next Motherwell boss Stephen Robinson Shall we Because let's not forget We do have A Lanarkshire derby On our hands um, What are your thoughts Ahead of that one At the Super Seal Stadium Hugh um, My thoughts are That Motherwell Are too strong For Hamilton Ackies mm. And uh, I go back to the point I made about Hearts and Motherwell being involved in this uh, race now for the top six. Uh, we've had Alan Burrows in the studio. Alan is always very candid when it comes to money. Finance and football are indivisible. And Motherwell would love it if they were in the top six and that they could look forward to televised games, perhaps, against the Celtic Rangers or Aberdeen. Uh, so... It's very important And for that reason I think Motherwell Will triumph tomorrow Well Stephen Robinson says They're ready to fight For the three points As they head to Hamilton They says There'll be no repeat Of the handbags At the end of the last League meeting If you remember <laughs> that um, But says they will Still be up for the battle No less I don't know about that um, You know They've lost players They're like ourselves When they lose players uh, You know They haven't always got um, Replacements to come in They put young boys in Like we do So um, there's nothing Martin does a terrific job At Hamilton as well um, He's in the same boat As ourselves Where first and foremost Is to stay in this division You know With the budget that we're on But um, it'll be a tough game It doesn't matter You know As I say The pitch is a leveller We'll bring a lot of fans The atmosphere will be good but it, it will be a scrap, it'll be a fight and it'll be a battle and I've, I've no doubt Hamilton will be right up for that. No, I think we've played them since that as well, haven't we? We've played them in the Cup since that. Um, yeah, that was something we didn't want. Um, you know, we don't con- we don't encourage that in any shape or form through your talking in the 90 minutes. So um, Peter suffered for that, he missed his two games. Um, but, you know, that won't be happening. We'll be disciplined. Um, we'll be up for the fight and the battle and we'll make sure we do it in a disciplined manner. You know, it's so important for Hamilton to win the game. I mean, they're, they're down there at that bottom, they're, they're in free fall about the same as Ross County. You know, and to get out of that, to be fair to them, you know, for the last past few seasons they've been down there and they've managed to get out at the end. They've got to start winning their home games. But like you, I don't fancy them tomorrow. I think Motherwell are too strong for them. In one sentence, Stephen Robinson said it'd be a scrap, a fight, and a battle. <sighs> Tasty. <laughs> Not for the faint-hearted then The old Lanarkshire Derby tomorrow Just one of some cracking games we've got coming up On Clyde One Super Scoreboard from 2 o'clock On the teaser we're looking for oh, eight, eight players who've played for Celtic or Rangers And have been sent off at a World Cup since 86 So that includes the 86 World Cup The only answer we've got so far is Craig Burley Reno Gattuso No Fernando Rickson No Bert Contiman No <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, I can't think uh, I love this from Sammy McFarlane on Twitter He actually rhymed every single one of them off And I thought wow And then at the end it just says Good old Google so <laughs> Just shamelessly Googled them all But fair enough Shug get on Google quick What is it? Shug doesn't know what Google is doesn't know what Google is You must be kidding uh, Any more? For any more? Not yet Right I'll leave you with this wee hint That the 86 one is an Englishman. We'll get the answers to the Teddy full. Butcher. Nope. <laughs> we'll get the answer to the full time teaser next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap in. Please gamble responsibly. Into the final part of tonight's show in the company of Hugh Keevans and Derek Johnson. This teaser is an absolute cracker oh. and it's, it's catching loads of people out. We're looking for uh, the eight players to have played for Celtic or Rangers that have been sent off at a World Cup since 1986. Um, well done. Some of you are throwing some really good answers in there. Joe Queen, for instance, you've got one that uh, that these guys don't have yet. Uh, Derek is 
has thrown a couple in I must admit Derek's having a bit of a nightmare Though he's got both of them wrong so far Same uh, as me Anthony McNally Good effort from you I can see some good answers coming in Right what have we got? Um, <laughs> well we've written Please a couple, written a couple down Right go Van Bronckhurst Yes Oh, 2006 yeah. for the Netherlands against Portugal Portugal yeah Shugster Italian 90 Right Lubo Moravchik Ah, oh, by the way Lubo Moravchik For Czechoslovakia Against West Germany no less So you don't need me To give you a history lesson there That's clearly <laughs> the only, going back the only, the only other one That played a lot of times For his country And played for Rangers Was Ray Wilkins I don't know if he's been sent off though Well he has He has He has <laughs> For England against Morocco In 86 So you've actually Got half of them um, It's been a bit of a struggle I'm not going to lie and you've got about 10 minutes or so to get the other half. So Ray Wilkins, Lubo Moravchik, which is a great shout from you, by the way. Uh, Craig Burley and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. So you're looking for... I will tell you at the moment, you're looking for three Rangers, one Celtic of the four that are left. Hopefully that gives you a wee, just a wee nudge in the right no. direction. <laughs> no? Okay. No. Uh, remember the breaking news we brought you about five, ten minutes ago is that Alfredo Morelos has signed a new contract at Rangers, keeping him, well, in theory, at the club until 2021. James is a Rangers fan in Scotsdon. Hi, James. How are we doing, guys? Oh, good. What's Hi, your James. thoughts on this? Well, first of all, I just want to say it's amazing news that we've been able to keep Alfredo Morelos for a longer period of time. As you say, in theory, keeping him longer at the club because he's only been fairly official. Um, and also, just I've just put on the, the Habs and Hearts game as we speak, and it's good to see that other teams in Scottish football are actually filling stadiums as opposed to watching games with empty seats. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, as I say, the, there was someone on earlier on who said that the the, the product uh, wasn't attractive. Well, it is, uh, uh, and you look at that Kilmarnock side who who are battling for top six now. Uh, their crowds are getting better. Uh, Hearts, Aberdeen, Rangers, Celtic. With you talking about full grounds here, we know that there are those who have their difficulties. The 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 Hamilton Ackies of this world in Ross County. There are obvious reasons for all of that. So to say the product is unattractive is simply untrue. James, in terms of Morelos, then you were happy about the contract. Did, was he always going to start the game in your mind? Does this change anything at all? No, he was always going to start. I mean, he's he's a top goal scorer at the club. And in terms of the way we're going to set up on Sunday, in my opinion, I think we're going to need Morelos up front. I think he's better at holding up the ball than yeah. Cummins is. I think if we're trying to get out, if we're under a little bit of pressure, a ball to Morelos, he can hold it up and let the midfield join him and let us get out and get a bit of breathing space because I think that's the kind of game it's going to be. Yeah. Although I'm a little bit more confident for the whole week, I've been through a whole different array of emotions. Monday, confident. Tuesday, nervous. Wednesday, <laughs> hiding behind the couch material. Thursday, just... Don't want to know, and then tonight yeah. I'm feeling a lot better about it. So That's what this game does to you, Derek. For a Rangers fan, you're right. You know, because, you know, they've, both they've never had much confidence, you know, in the past. You know, they've had a couple of draws which have been terrific for them, but for the first time in a long time, you know, Rangers have a chance of winning this game. I've never ever said that in the, in the last few years, but just the way they're playing and the confidence about them, the style that they're playing, yes, of course they've got a chance, but they're going to have to play well. All 11 players are going to have to play out their skin tomorrow. Thanks to James. What about the teaser? The eight players have played for Celtic and Rangers and sent off in a World Cup from 86 onwards. Nothing at the moment? No. Right, give you a few more minutes to think about that one. Craig's and Curb Donald. Hi, Craig. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Not bad. Um, I think we're, I think we're all trying to 
the game is unpredictable at best. I don't think we can say who's going to win yeah. and who's not. I think if you go on present forum, which we don't normally do, there's a range of in a better chance at the moment. They're playing on a high, they're on confidence. So they should, they could win. If Celtic turn up and play the way that they can play with the players that they've got, they could wipe the floor with Rangers. But the same could be said on the other side. I would just like to see the point we made earlier on about could a player get into the Celtic team? I tend to disagree with the guy on the tavernier thing. I think at the moment with the right backs that Celtic have got, I would take tavernier at the moment. And that's probably going to cause a bit of a bore of contention amongst a lot of Celtic fans. But as a Celtic fan, Yes, me to freedom. I'll take Tavernier at the moment because he's on form. Yeah, well, as I say, yeah. the Celtic fans uh, have watched sympathetically while Michael Lustig has gone into uh, a period of uh, poor form. And when he was suspended, uh, there were those Celtic fans who did say, well, not terribly bothered about that because he hasn't been playing well. So, uh, but, you know, it's a. Almost an unfair question on the eve of a, a game <laughs> such as this. You know, I mean, the, 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 they are who they are. They've got their squads. Nah, I don't think it's unfair. I like these questions. Well, it gets you thinking. You know, but, gets uh, you debating. but as I say, whatever answer we had come up with for Darren, who was the caller who asked which Rangers player we get in, whichever player we mentioned, Darren was going to laugh. <laughs> and so that's it. We're in the world of bragging rights right now. The Morellist news has dropped for the Rangers fans and they're thrilled by that. As I say, these things are never done absent-mindedly. This is a PR exercise. This is designed to crank up uh, the tension. Sorry? I think, if bo- I think if both teams play to their complete potential, both come up and both play, then I think on the day... With the bench that Celtic will have and the players that they've got are disposable, I think Celtic will just be a tad too strong for them. But Rangers are playing well just now, so I wouldn't like to put money now, on it. Well, one of the great things about this fixture, and we are talking about a Scottish institution here, a, a cultural phenomenon in our country. One of the great things about this fixture is, and Derek can testify to this, you never know the minute. No. You know, the, the, Not at this moment in time For the first time in a long time yeah. This one could go either way I haven't, haven't been able to say that in the past to be we've, fair. we've just kicked off at Easter Road A bit of a delay Some uh, flares or smoke bombs Something along those lines Thrown onto the field So 29 seconds gone Still goalless Obviously What about the teaser? What else you got for me? Right I've got one Do you? A man that played many times for, And I don't know if he was ever sent off Claudio Canigi Well done He was sent off in 2002 Against Sweden oh. Hugo you got anything That's 5 of 8 uh. No? Okay uh, Let's hear quickly From Alan Archibald Ile Berkovic no. no It's always a struggle To get round all the games And preview them Let's hear from Alan Archibald Though big game tomorrow Certainly He says they put pressure On themselves To get out of the relegation scrap After back to back defeats They take on Aberdeen Of all teams At Firhill tomorrow Archibald wants his team to cut out the sloppy errors and says they'll need to if they want a result. And we put pressure on ourselves with the last two results, um, not picking anything up. Um, but they're winnable games, we know that, and we've just put extra pressure on ourselves to get something from them. Um, we're more than capable of doing that. Um, and the pleasing thing is the performances have been good, um, although be it we've not took any points. I think Aberdeen are in a better place now than what they were then. I think they're stronger, so yeah, it'll be a tough game. We're well aware of that, not just defending, but game management as well. And seeing where we're at in a game and seeing the game out, whether we're drawing at the time um, or we're winning the game like the Dundee game, and decision making's got to be better to see ourselves over the line. And no matter what type of game that we're involved in, that we've got to try and take the three points from it.
So big game at Firhill tomorrow I'm, I'm sure you'll agree Give us a, a brief sum up on that one Hugh time is against us but Well Thistle up against it yeah, Up against yeah. it I, I think Aberdeen have all the cards in that game uh, Thistle I don't think have been playing well enough To justify uh, being declared winners Even though they are playing at home uh, Can I offer you a name? Oh for the teaser Yeah you can absolutely What you got? Morton V Cross. Oh, that is a. Oh, he's he's, he's just coming out with all the stuff. Nineteen ninety-eight, Denmark against South Africa. For anyone who cares about the bonus point side of it, Morton V Cross. I think I think Rangers at that time had loads of Dutchmen in their side. Didn't they? A few, certainly. Yeah, we've already given me Van Bronckhorst. Remember Van Bronckhorst. Well, there was a De Boer. I don't think any of them would be sent off. Conterman. No. Rickson. No. What was that noise? Uh, <laughs> Quick! Who was there? There is another one. It's the one I'm missing. Well, hurry up! No, you don't know it. Hugh, can you help him out? He's looking for Dutch players that played for Rangers that are not the De Boers, not Quantumman, not Rixon. He's already given oh, Van Michael Bowles. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! The other one. Initials quick. He's a fullback. Oh my goodness oh, I can, Honestly I can actually Listen Do you hear that That's people in Glasgow In the West Shouting at the radio The answer oh, to this he's one now a coach. He's now a coach Left foot oh. <laughs> If Hugh Keevens Is an old man Arthur Newman <laughs> Arthur Newman <laughs> There we go oh, oh, Dear me Arthur Newman Which means you've still got One To go Is a former Rangers player We'll need a clue Which country <laughs> Uh, by the way, it's still goalless between Hibs and Hearts Three and a half minutes on the clock Which country? It was 1994 France? Was it? Oh mm. no, 94 was It USA. was in the USA, yeah uh, He played for Sweden Jonas Tern Yes! Yeah, you yeah. done it! Oh. <laughs> did Listen, I, I would congratulate you We had to do a, a No, pre- that, was, that was a hard one tonight That was A, a fairly one. dramatic amount of clues yeah, On that yeah, one But did. it was hard so you, you We sort, can't accept that one tonight, you You sort of got it right Thanks to Anthony Rourke for sending it And if you've got a teaser Fire it our way Full time at Clyde1.com Hibs, Hearts, goalless After four and a half minutes We'll give you all the post-match reaction on tomorrow's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are on air from two o'clock until six, and then back here just before noon on Sunday. What a weekend of football we have in store! Hibs against Hearts in the Edinburgh Derby. Some cracking fixtures tomorrow, including another derby between Hamilton and Motherwell, the Lanarkshire version of the derby, and of course on to Sunday. You've been talking about it all week. The talking will eventually stop, and hopefully a game of football will break out at Ibrox Rangers against Celtic. It's a crack. Second weekend we've got in store Make sure you join us And don't go anywhere in the meantime Because you can get your weekend started With GBX Fridays Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly.